eternal consequences, consequences, not just immediate, eternal consequences. And we don't have to rely on our own strength and our own willpower. Does that sound good? Does that sound like good news? Okay, well, here it is. Resolutions. This year, I make the firm decision to allow myself to walk by the Spirit. This year, I make the firm decision to allow myself to walk by the Spirit of God. Galatians 5.16 says, So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of your flesh. And this means, what does this mean? It means moment by moment, just being aware of God's presence with us, aware that he is with us moment by moment, looking to Jesus for direction, listening to him, yielding to him, and allowing him to have the influence over our lives, every moment of our life. Because when we think about the word walk, that is something that we do every day, isn't it? It's something that's part of our everyday. We walk. So it's every day. It's moment by moment, walking in the spirit, being aware of God's presence, allowing Jesus to have the influence over the way you think in your decisions. You know, once we receive Lord Jesus, um, Jesus the Lord as our Savior and we receive the Holy Spirit, our salvation, we are supposed to continue our journey of faith in him. That's what the Bible says. We're supposed to continue on our journey of faith in Christ. Colossians 2, 6 says, So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him. We have to continue. And I have to wonder, I have to wonder, and myself included, how much influence are we giving the Holy Spirit in our lives once we've been saved? How much influence do we give him? Do we seek his voice? When we have to make a decision, is he the first person we go to, to seek? Do we seek his voice? Do we seek his face? Do we seek his leading and guidance? Or do we just brush his voice aside so often? Do we just brush it aside as inconsequential? To become strong in our Christian journey, we must learn to walk by the Spirit walk by the Spirit of God. It's the Holy Spirit that continues to bring that inner transformation within us in our Christian journey. It's the Holy Spirit that makes us Christ-like. And, and this is how when we leave our churches, when we leave our Bible studies, when we leave our conferences, wherever it is, and we've encountered God and it's been brilliant, but then we go back out into the stresses and the reality of life and we ask, what now? <laughs> what now? This is how now. We continue to walk by the Spirit in our everyday lives. It's the Holy Spirit that enables us to reflect Jesus in every setting, in every circumstance, around every person, every day of our lives. Learning how to walk by the Spirit is one of the most important aspects of our Christianity. So today I want us to take a, a closer look at the Holy Spirit together because he plays such a major role in the church, in the church of Jesus Christ and in every believer. So who is the Holy Spirit? What does he do and how can we begin to walk by the Spirit? 
How can we make this our resolution for 2022? And do you know, guys, I really encourage you to go and study this out for yourself. It's such a huge, extensive topic. I'm probably not going to cover it all in this short time we have this morning, but this is really when we need to go and seek for ourselves, go and learn for ourselves. So I really encourage you to continue on this learning um, journey. Well, the Holy Spirit is throughout all the Bible, in the Old Testament and the New Testament. But a good place that we can start is on page one. First service, first page of the Bible. Let's go for it. We ready? (laughs) Genesis 1-2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. He was present right at the beginning of creation. The world in its uncreated form is described as dark, empty, chaotic. It was formless. But above the chaos, above the darkness, above the emptiness, the Holy Spirit is ready, waiting to bring life, beauty, order, and fullness. The Holy Spirit is the way the Bible, the biblical authors, when they write, they speak about God's life-giving presence, life-giving and life-sustaining presence on the earth, how God does his work on the earth. The Hebrew word for spirit is ruach. That's how it's translated, ruach. And ruach refers to breath or life, wind. And then we have ruach hakodesh, which means the Holy Spirit. So this then refers to the breath of God. The life of God. God's life-giving and sustaining presence on this earth. The the spirit, by definition, is life. No breath, no life. And just like our breath, the Holy Spirit is invisible, but you can feel him. If we put our hands to our mouth, you can do it if you want, and you breathe on on your hands. You can feel that, but you can't see it. He's invisible, but but you can feel him. He's very real. Amen? Amen. The Holy Spirit is the Lord. The Holy Spirit is God. The essence of God with us on earth and within us in this present moment in Christ. 2 Corinthians 3, 17 says, now the, Lord I'm refer- the, now the Lord I'm referring to is the Holy Spirit. And, and wherever he is Lord, there is freedom. Now, this is a Bible translation, and I love the way that's translated. It says, wherever he is Lord, there is freedom. So if we're not allowing Jesus to be Lord, we're not going to experience freedom. Wherever he is allowed to be Lord, then there will be freedom. When the Holy Spirit is allowed to rule and influence us, we'll find freedom. You know, God is not far off, impersonal figure on the other side of the cosmos that we kind of look up to. Where is he? God, can you hear me? He's present on the earth, closer than our very breath, the air we breathe. He is close and personal, relatable and accessible, sustaining our life on earth. Amen. I love what Job says, Job 33, the spirit of God has made me, the breath of the almighty gives me life. And we see that, don't we, when when God creates mankind out of the the dust, the dirt of the earth, what does he do? (sighs) He breathes, (sighs) and man becomes alive 
Oh, just that right there. Amen. (laughs) The breath of the Almighty gives me life. And how does the Holy Spirit get released? By the word of God. By the word of God. God breathes out his word. And the Holy Spirit is released to create, to bring life and fullness. In Genesis, God said, let there be light. And there was light. God speaks and his breath creates. I love Psalm 33. Let's look at it together. The Lord merely spoke and the heavens were created. He breathed the word and all the stars were born. We jump down to verse 9. For when he spoke, the world began. It appeared at his command. When he spoke the word, the world began. Now the earth was formless and empty and dark and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters and he spoke and the word, the world began. You know, the Holy Spirit is a master at inhabiting dark, empty, chaotic places and bringing life, beauty, order, and fullness. What What are our dark places? Where are our dark, chaotic places? We all have them. Where are we feeling empty? As we sit looking on 2022, the beginning, where are we empty? Where do you sense the Holy Spirit hovering over your life? Where do you need a touch from the Holy Spirit? Where is he positioned, waiting to bring life, order, beauty, and fullness? Will we, in this moment, make a decision that this year ahead of me, I will allow the Holy Spirit access into those places. I will be vulnerable, I will be humble, and I will allow him in this year so he can separate the light from the darkness within us. So this year he can birth within us creation and beauty from chaos and emptiness. Will we allow him into those places this year? Because I tell you, it's much better than trying to follow a plan we've made in our own strength. (laughs) Amen. Let's not put our trust in a plan this year, guys. Let's put our trust in a person. Amen. The Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. We continue to see the work of God on earth through the Holy Spirit, all through the Old Testament. He comes on, on different people at different times. We see him come on Daniel and, and other people to, to, to do his will and works on the earth. He works predominantly and majorly through the prophets of the Old Testament as, he, as the, they call Israel back to God through repentance. And then in the New Testament setting, we see the Holy Spirit landing on Jesus, don't we, in the form of a dove and his baptism in the Jordan River, empowering Jesus for ministry. Once again, what does Jesus do? He goes around bringing life and life abundant. Once again, bringing life and beauty and order and chaos, just to, um, and um, order and beauty to the chaos that humans have created on this earth by that time. So here we are, he's bringing life and beauty again. It was the power of the Holy Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead. It was the, and it was the Holy Spirit who birthed in mankind a new heart. As a resurrected Jesus in the book of Acts, he breathes on them. He says, then he breathes on them and he says, receive the Holy Spirit. <sighs> receive the Holy Spirit. 
the life of God once again, able to come back inside of the hearts of mankind. The prophecy from the book of Ezekiel fulfilled, and I will give you a new heart, and I will put a new spirit in you, and I will take out your stony, stubborn heart and give you a tender, responsive heart. If you are in Christ, you are a new creation. You have been reborn by the Spirit and you now have a tender, responsive heart towards God and the things of God. And that also means you have a new future, a new identity, a new destiny ahead of you. God is so good. And of course, it was the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost who comes and fills the disciples for ministry, empowering them for their ministry. The Holy Spirit is Jesus with the church today. His presence, which is every believer, bringing life, transformation, empowerment. And that's why it's so important for us as Christians and the church of Jesus Christ to be able to learn to walk by the Holy Spirit. Because what does the Holy Spirit do? It does so much in the church and in the life of the believer. He does so much. You know, John tells us the Holy Spirit is our comforter, our teacher who reveals the word of God to us and, and he helps us to understand it and make it applicable to our lives and our circumstances. He makes the will of God clear for our lives. Personally, each one of us, he makes that will known. He makes that will clear. He convicts us of the word of God when we need to change our ways, when we need to start doing something, maybe stop doing something. He'll gently convict us of that. Not condemn, there's a difference, you know. Holy Spirit doesn't condemn, he convicts. He gently convicts. The Holy Spirit testifies about Jesus Christ. He makes him real to us in our hearts, in our lives. The Holy Spirit gives us power to witness about Jesus. He gives us strength through our ministry, and he confirms it with the miraculous, with signs and wonders. It is so much. The Holy Spirit seals us in our salvation, the book of Ephesians says. We've been sealed with the Holy Spirit. We're sealed. We're secure in our salvation, and the Holy Spirit will help us grow up into this new identity that we've been sealed and secured in. He gives us all gifts. He gives each individual gifts for the church to use for the benefit of one another, for the building up of one another. And he'll enable us to use them gifts, everyone, every individual. And he pours the love of God into our hearts. The Holy Spirit pours the love of God into our hearts so we can become secure in the Father's love. We don't have to doubt. We can become secure in the Father's love. And the Holy Spirit even helps us pray. You know, he even helps us pray when we don't know what to say. We haven't got the words. He helps us pray. And he gives us the power to overcome sin in our life. He gives us the power to overcome sin in our life. As we become intentional about changing our ways and walking in the way of Jesus and being and walking in the Holy Spirit, the, he, he will give us power to, to lay down that old creation, to lay down that old identity with its ways. It won't have influence on us. We, can, we have the power now to lay them down, to turn away from them and begin to pick up our new identity and walk in our new identity and, and the ways of our new identity. He gives us the power 
to overcome sin. And by that, we can live a life that's pleasing to God, can't we? We can live a life that's pleasing to God and reflects Jesus Christ. We're being conformed into the image of Jesus Christ. The presence and the work of the Holy Spirit in our lives is so, so crucial. You know, no wonder Jesus told his disciples in the book of Acts, wait in Jerusalem until you receive the gift that the Father will send, the gift of the Holy Spirit. Wait in Jerusalem. Don't try to do anything yet. (laughs) Don't try to do anything in my name just yet. Not in your own strength. Don't go anywhere. Don't do anything. Just wait for my presence to fill you and to be full on the inside of you. Just wait. Don't go anywhere. And maybe that's still a word for some of us this morning. Wait in Jerusalem. Wait in your life for me. Wait in your life for me. Don't go anywhere yet. Don't do anything yet. Just wait a minute until my presence and my Holy Spirit fills you. Don't try to do anything without me. You must remain in me. Remain in me and I will remain in you for the branch cannot produce fruit if it is severed from the vine. Wait in Jerusalem. Wait in your life for me. Before you reach for that drink again, can you just wait for my presence and my peace to fill you? Before you reach for them pills again, can you just wait for my love to drive out all fear? Before you go and give that person a piece of your mind, can you just wait for my Holy Spirit to convict your heart and give you wisdom? Then you might be able to go with words of hope and life instead of words of death and division. Can you just wait before you give in to that sin again? Can you just wait for my over sin overcoming power just to be present, to align your minds to it? Can you just wait for me in your life, whatever it is? Whatever it is for you, whatever it is for me, will we just wait for the presence of God? Will we listen? Will we yield? Will we say, Lord, help me walk in your ways. Help me walk by your spirit. Because the Holy Spirit will always, 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 always guide you to a place of life, order, fullness, and beauty. Amen? We don't have to be afraid. We can trust him. You know, the Holy Spirit also gives us grace to overcome our trials. You know, the Holy Spirit helped Jesus to the cross. And I think this is important that we also know this because we don't have a trial-free life, do we? Does anyone have a trial-free life? We don't. And we're probably not, I'm sorry to break this to you, going to have a trial-free 2022. You know, we're going to experience stuff, right? It's life. But we have to know that the Holy Spirit will give us grace in that moment, in that moment. You know, we don't have to look and go, oh, will I be able to overcome that? When you're in that, in the moment, when you need it, the Holy Spirit will give you the grace and the strength to overcome whatever it is you're facing, step by step, moment by moment. Whatever it is you're facing today, whatever it is you're facing tomorrow, 
Whatever it is you're going to face in 2022, we can be sure that the Holy Spirit will give us the strength and the grace to keep walking by His Spirit and keep overcoming whatever comes our way. So we don't need to look at 2022 with fear. We don't need to look at 2022 with anxiety. We can look at 2022 with a God who is with us, who will never leave us, a God that will fill us, a God who has the power to overcome anything we're facing. We can look ahead with joy and with a mouth of praise that God is with us. Amen? Amen. Okay, so how do we begin to walk by the Spirit? How do we begin to walk by the Spirit? What tools does the Bible give us? Well, I think we've got to look at Paul's teachings in Romans to help us with this, because this is just so paramount. And Paul says, those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. You know, what we allow to control our minds is so important is so important. What we focus on, what we meditate on, the internal chat that churns through our minds, which we allow, it forms what we believe about ourselves and about others. And in turn, that forms how we act, it's how we live in this world, the decisions we make. We have to reform how we think. We have to reform about who we think we are. We have to reform what we think about our purpose on this world. We have to learn to believe the things God says about us. And this is where your personal study is going to come in. You know, we have to know for ourselves, what does God say about me? We have to learn to believe the things God says about us. And the Holy Spirit will help us do this. It says in Romans 12, stop imitating the ideals and opinions of the culture around you but be inwardly transformed by the Holy Spirit through a total reformation of how you think. This will empower you to discern God's will as you live a beautiful life, satisfying and perfecting, and perfect in his eyes. If we make a focused effort to change what we think, our inward transformation is going to become so much easier. It's not going to feel like such a struggle because we will be so much more aligned to the Holy Spirit. We will be so much more surrendered to the Holy Spirit. And it will be so much more easier to begin to walk by the Spirit. You know, I just, I don't think God wants this to be hard for us. I really just think he wants us to agree to his word. Just agree to it. Isn't, it. isn't that what it says in 2 Corinthians? For all the promises of God are yes in Christ, and to this we add our amen. We agree to it. We just agree. So God says, child, you are righteous in my sight right now through Jesus Christ. And we say, amen, I agree. Thank you, Jesus. God says, child, I love you with such a great love. It's unable to be measured. And we say, amen. I agree. Thank you, Jesus. God says, child, I've called you. I've given you purpose and destiny. 
and I will be with you to walk this out. You now have a God-sized life ahead of you. And we say, amen. I agree. Thank you, Jesus. God says, child, I'm alive on the inside of you. My spirit is on the inside of you. You now have sin overcoming, world creating, resurrection power on the inside of you. And to this we say, amen. I agree. And thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Give yourself a gift this year. The gift of a spirit-filled mind. Agree with Jesus. Don't fight it. Just agree with it and thank him and praise him. You know, I recently had a chance to practice this. <laughs> it's funny how God sort of makes you practice what you preach. <laughs> I recently had a chance to walk this out. Over Christmas, my husband, he got admitted to hospital. It was day after Boxing Day. Um, and Rob took himself off to emergency. He'd been having stomach pain for a while. And he says, no, this isn't right. I need to go and check it out. So he took himself off to emergency where they found that it was actually quite serious than just a bit of trap wind. <laughs> it was quite serious. So he got admitted to hospital. And the condition that he had, 50% 50 of the time, he's quite invasive, corrective, heavy surgery with a long recovery time. So we were kind of, this was all playing out and we was in this place of not really knowing what was happening. And, and my mind just begins to go crazy. <laughs> my mind just begins to to go chaotic because I'm thinking about, okay, what do I need to do to sort the kids out? I'm still trying to have a bit of a Christmas here with the kids and it's all gone a bit pear-shaped. Trying to sort the kids out. What do I need to do to, to sort home life out? Is Rob okay? How am I going to get down there to see him? My mind starts jumping to worst case scenario, right? Doesn't our minds do that? Worst case scenario, do, 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 chaotic, no order. And I just hear the Holy Spirit say, wait. <laughs> Wait a minute. Before you lose your temper at the kids, before you shout at that really sweet nurse who won't let you into emergency to see Rob because of COVID. She's just doing a beautiful job. She was beautiful, but I'm, I'm like this inside. He says, wait, stop, don't do anything. Don't go anywhere. Don't do anything. Wait for me in your life. Just get your mind focused. Get your mind in the right place. Get your mind aligned to my presence with you right now. And as I'm doing this, as I'm in this place and I'm able to just calm down and, and my mind can calm down and I'm thinking about Jesus and his promises, just the beauty and the fullness of that begins to fill me again. Begins to fill me again. I remember, that God, no matter what we're facing, I'm loved. No matter what Rob's going through, he's loved. You love him. Our family is loved. No matter what this outcome of this is going to be, you're with us and you're going to help us because you're more powerful than anything put in front of us. And as I'm just in this space, life and light begins to dissipate this darkness that has formed inside of me, this rage, this anger. The life of Jesus just begins to dissipate it. It's like light comes into dark places. I could think again. There was order in my mind. I could think again. And he prompts me, pray. You need to pray. Funny that, isn't it? Pray. So I began to pray and ask our prayer team for prayer, which, by the way, we have an amazing prayer team, guys, if you need prayer for anything. I asked our prayer team for prayer, and I know many of you others did, and thank you. And moment by moment, as I just surrendered myself, step by step, 
I was able to walk. We all were able to walk through quite a challenging and scary time in the peace and the grace of God. And in a way that honored God, in a way that reflect Jesus. I didn't lose my temper with that beautiful nurse. I could thank her for what an amazing job they were all doing and looking after my husband. All by the power and the presence of God within us. Will we make the resolution this year to walk by the Spirit of God? Will we make that resolution together? Will we make the resolution to not brush his voice aside when he's trying to tell us something? Will we create the space in our lives to listen? And will we exert the effort and obedience it takes to walk in the Spirit? Because I wonder how different our 2022 could look if we walk by the Spirit. I wonder how different our lives could look. You know, I wonder what transformation could take place as we resolve to give ourselves a Spirit-filled mind this year. I wonder what sin could be broken off our lives. I wonder what chains, what bondages could be broken off our lives. I wonder what relationships could be restored. I wonder the fire God can light inside of us for his word and for his kingdom come. I wonder the love we could experience for God, for ourselves and for others. And I wonder, I wonder what life, beauty, order and fullness the Holy Spirit can bring into your life this year as we allow him in to create again. Amen. Will you make the resolution with me this morning that we will walk by the Spirit, that we will be a church that seeks God. We will be a church that seeks the Holy Spirit. We won't be a church that steps out in our own plans and our own wisdoms, but we'll commit to seeking God. We'll commit to knowing Him. We'll commit to laying ourselves down and walking by the Spirit. If you agree, say amen. <laughs> amen. Praise God. I just want to pray for us guys. And then our worship team are going to sing a song. And I really just want us to just let the Holy Spirit speak to us. Let the Holy Spirit do his work. Amen. This is what we've come for, to encounter God. Right? Not to listen to me, to encounter God. Let's just have that time. And, and if you need prayer during that time, we'd love to pray for you. We have Amanda and Paul here, myself and Rob. We'd love to pray for you. Thank you, Lord. Let's just pray. You know, if you've not yet even received the Holy Spirit into your life, if he's there hovering, just hovering right now, positioned, and it's time to let him in. It's time to let him in. It will be the best decision you ever make. It's a path to life. And if you want to make that decision this morning, then I just ask you to pray after me and online as well. Thank you, Lord. If you could just repeat after me, church. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I thank you for dying for my sins. I believe God raised you from the dead. And I look to you as Lord and Savior of my life. And in Jesus' name, I pray. If you've prayed that prayer for the first time, if you're online, then please let us know in the comments. We would love to connect with you. Um, and, you know, we'd love to be your family as you go on this journey of faith. I just want to pray for us all here. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your, just your life-giving presence with us this very moment. 
just with us and within us. We th- I thank you that you're speaking to every person here, Father. You know their situation. You know their hearts. I don't. You're ministering. You're speaking. You're breaking things off. Thank you, Jesus. Where will we be without you, Lord? We thank you for all you've done. And I pray as we commit together to make this resolution, to live our lives walking by the Spirit, I pray you give us a strength, Father. I pray you give us a strength and the determination and your power, not our power, your power to walk this out in 2022. And we thank you for all we're going to see. We thank you for kingdom come. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, let's sing to God and let the Holy Spirit do His work. Feel free to stand and sing with us. Feel free to sit and just soak in the presence of God. Stay 